This is True Parenting Audio, episode 81. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Hey, welcome back to True Parenting Audio, everybody. Today, we are going to be talking about six steps to making your summer absolutely awesome for you and your kids. Summer presents a new transition for both a child and a parent's mindset. You love your kids, but let's be honest about the fact that the beginning of summer often brings with it a huge crash of disorder and chaos. All of a sudden, the routine you've worked nine months to perfect seems to fall apart in an instant. You can remember that feeling of freedom when you were a kid, when the last school bell rang, and you knew that you had three full carefree months of play and lounging ahead of you, or so you thought. Now, as a parent, you may have a different viewpoint. Maybe you think, great. They can help a little more around the house or get some yard work done. Perhaps you have some fun family projects or adventures planned. Regardless of what your expectations were on the last day of school, they seem to fall apart when the reality of having the kids home full-time with sibling interactions, differences in summer expectations, and change in the daily routine fuels parental overwhelm. It's time to regroup and figure out a way to reconcile your child's expectations with your own in a way that makes life a little easier for everyone in the family. Not only can your kids have an amazing summer, but so can you. So I'm going to share with you an amazing formula for having an awesome summer with your kids. The formula is one part planning plus one part spontaneity, equals awesome summer. So planning and spontaneity may seem like two contradictory concepts, but when you take the middle ground, they harmonize beautifully. It's important to know when to let things fly and when to reel things in and create some order and predictability. A basic rule for finding this balance is to create a general structure, including the normal, predictable needs of your family each day, but leave time and emotional room for deviation from that, discovery for exploration, and spontaneous joy. What this means practically is to set a basic daily routine, including major events like waking, meals, and bedtime, along with other specific responsibilities like household chores or other appointments that you have. Schedule in time 
to do whatever you and they want, but don't overschedule. Leave the rest of your day open to the spontaneous imagination of you and your children. The following six things are concepts that help to make summer go more smoothly and create a seamless application of routine or planning and spontaneity. So here are the six elements of creating a great summer with your kids. I also want to share with you just some simple examples that go along with these concepts. So number one is that mornings matter. The morning routine is not something to be left to chance. In order to get each day off on the right foot, it's important to be deliberate about our mornings. It may be helpful to have a fun family night and discuss the plans for the family's summer mornings. Let the kids know and participate in creating a morning routine that works best for your family, and then stick to the plan. Research has shown that people, and yes, kids are people too, experience something called decision fatigue as they move through their day. What this means is that human beings have a finite brain capacity for making positive, effective decisions, and that we wear that capacity down throughout the day. This is one reason why it's often most effective for people to get their most important priorities accomplished in the morning. On top of that, having a scheduled routine allows everyone in the family to know what's expected ahead of time and decreases the need to think about and make hard decisions about what to do with their time and energy. So just as an example, my wife and children have established daily morning chores that must be completed before breakfast. My children and wife also each have an individual notebook with a small list of specific tasks to be performed that day. For example, weeding a row of the garden, practicing the piano, fold a basket of laundry, and read 20 minutes. Once the tasks are done, the day is free for the kids to use their imagination or for spontaneous or planned family activities. So the second principle is to set goals. Summertime provides a unique opportunity for kids to experience real, self-directed goal completion. During the summer, your kids get to identify any goal they want to accomplish. An amazing way to encourage this is to set a summertime goal yourself. Share it with your children and invite them to join you in accomplishing a goal that they want to do. Another fun activity to do with your children is to create a summertime bucket list. This can provide you and your, your child with fun, uncomplicated ideas of things to do when they get bored and give you motivation to make more positive memories this summer. An example is our oldest son has shown a lot of interest in waterfowl and birds of prey. And we live by the Snake River in Idaho and often see these birds in their natural habitat. The boys have access to binoculars and bird identification field guidebooks. They often, we also often have family explorations on kayaks or paddle boards on the river and always point out the wildlife that we view. One of the things that they want to accomplish this summer is just to be able to identify several different birds. 
So principle number three is planned activities. A lot of families participate in planned vacations, camps, and other summer programs that can give parents a break and kids some amazing experiences. It's important to not overdo it, though. Remember that planning specific activities like this is supposed to enhance you and your children's summer experience rather than unnecessarily tie you down to endless commitments that just stress everyone out. My wife and I console our children when planning summer activities. We've learned that they actually prefer not to participate in organized sports or teams over the summer. They like their summer afternoons free. However, they jump at the chance to plan a family camp out or outing. Number four is make sure they have free play. Allow for time to just play and enjoy not having any specific demands. Let the kids play in the dirt, in the water. Let them get a little bit of sunburn. Let them scrape a knee or two. In fact, go and do it with them. My friend Katie Hurley recently wrote an article about the huge value of free play in the lives of our children and families this summer. You can go to trueparenting.net to the article Six Steps of Making Summer Awesome and find the link to this awesome article by Katie. The beauty of the summer season is that the weather beckons us to come outside. Go have a picnic on the front lawn. Play an impromptu game of soccer in the backyard. Ride bikes or just go roll down a grassy hill. You'll find that this, more than anything else this summer, will be the time you and your children cherish most. For my kids, our trampoline and a simple sprinkler underneath the trampoline provides hours of summer fun at our house, even for me and my wife as well. The kids create at least one or two forts and hideouts each summer. There's so many things that we can do as we just step outside. Number five is to keep learning. This important element is one that you might need to keep quiet from the kids. Like I said in the beginning of, the, of this podcast, I can remember thinking as a kid that summer meant I was off the hook for learning. I already mentioned that summer can be a great time for self-directed goals, but we can also encourage self-learning and education without the kids even knowing that they're learning. Help them identify subjects that they have super interest in and find books they or you can read on the subject. Invite them to propose hypotheses when they do experience during play. Ask great questions at the dinner table. Invite them on grocery trips and have them add the groceries up. Find inventive and creative ways to keep them learning and growing their minds all through the hot summer months. For example, our family loves to utilize the libraries in our communities. We have participated in the summer reading programs they provide for a couple years now, and the kids love the activities and incentives they get for reading and learning all through the summer, and mom doesn't have to nag them to keep learning. And lastly, Number six is bedtime. Summer bedtime can be tough because the days are longer and it's still light outside. There's still so much to play and to do. 
However, sleep is just as important during the summer months as it is the rest of the year. The morning and bedtime routines are like bookends on each day. They help our our children feel some security and have time to bond and connect regardless of what other crazy experiences life has to bring each day. With our family, whether it's the school year or the summer, our family always sticks with the same bedtime routine. Sometimes we're an hour later than we are during the year, but we always try to include the same activities. We include reading and scripture study and family prayer, and we share a story right before bed or songs in bed each night. Obviously, every family is unique and has certain things that work for them, but these important elements that we've talked about can be a great starting point for developing a wonderful, memorable summer with your children. These tips can also help you avoid the power struggles and other problems that often come with the transition of having the kids at home full-time during the summer months. So remember to take a second and make some plans, but look for the spontaneous moments that make all of the planning worthwhile. So in closing, I want to ask the question, what are some of your plans with your kids this summer? What fun things do you have planned? And what are some of the experiences that you've had that just came up completely spontaneously? I hope that everybody has a wonderful summer and that you're able to use some of these tips and that you and your children have a great summer together. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and have a great day. 